Hey friends, welcome to the Empowered to Live Your Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Rhiannon Stahl, a Christian life coach, writer, wife, and mother of four. I help empower women to transform their lives one thought at a time. In each episode, I'm going to provide inspiration that empowers you to transform your spirit, soul, and body by breaking through limiting beliefs and live the life you were designed to. You definitely can do more than you know, but you will rarely do more than you think. Hey friends, welcome back to Empowered to Live Your Purpose. I'm your host, Rhiannon. Today is episode 16, and we're going to be talking about our inner game. The inner game is the only game. To think that our soul, which is our mind, our will, and our emotions doesn't matter is going to cause us a lot of harm. We cannot live the full, beautiful life that God has created us to live without addressing the soul issues that come up. Thank you for joining me today. I'm excited to jump in. We have talked about it before. What we focus on matters. If we focus only on the external things and the changes that we want to see outwardly, then we'll be limiting our ability to change. The visible and external appearances are only a glimpse of the deeper hidden things of our soul. The things in our lives that affect us the most are built by the moments and thoughts that surround that thing. What happens to us isn't our fault and it was quite possibly an awful tragedy that isn't fair and should never have happened. But it is now our responsibility to get our heart healed so that we can walk in the freedom that God has for us and to not push away the good things that he has for us. Bitterness, unforgiveness, and hurt don't ever produce good fruit in us. You've probably heard it said that holding on to unforgiveness and bitterness is like drinking poison and then waiting for the other person to die. Healing our heart is a work that only the Holy Spirit can adequately lead us through. We have hidden beliefs and blind spots that we aren't even aware of. Uh, 1 Corinthians says, For what person perceives or knows and understands what passes through a man's thoughts except for the man's own spirit within him? just so no one discerns or comes to know and comprehend the thoughts of God except for the Spirit of God. So God's Spirit living in us can discern what we are thinking, what we know and truly understand, and the Holy Spirit knows God's thoughts about us and can tell us those things. Proverbs 21.2 says, Every way of a man is right in his own eyes, but the Lord weighs and tries the hearts. So we have a hard time discerning our own thoughts. That one speaks of the blind spots that we have. When we deny or demand that someone else pay or fix us, then we stay stuck. We cannot live a powerful life as an overcomer walking in the authority of Christ if we are waiting for another savior. Jesus died to save our spirit so that we can spend eternity with him and the Father. But he gave us the Holy Spirit to lead us, counsel us, teach us, and walk us through life here on earth. When we allow Holy Spirit to work through the pain and tragedy and make them a pinnacle of triumph through grace, our life is a light and reflection of Jesus. We aren't limited to the brokenness of our past, but allowed to flourish as his beautiful bride and a daughter of the King here on earth, and then even more fully in heaven. When we refuse to take responsibility for our soul, we shortchange ourselves and even hinder the glory that God wants to grace others with through us. Life is way too hard and too short to stay stuck, live small, or try to help ourselves out of the pit. We cannot just pull ourselves up by our bootstraps. We need the Holy Spirit help. With man, these things are impossible, but with God, nothing is impossible. Statistics, precedents, previous history, present potential, and everything in between is only the catalyst to the incomprehensible work that God can and will do through you, his yielded one. 
One of my favorite verses is Romans 8, 11, because it's a simple yet profound reminder that if the spirit of him, Jesus, who raised us up, excuse me, who raised Jesus up from the dead. So the spirit of Jesus, who raised Jesus from the dead, the Holy Spirit, he dwells in us, right? He who raised up Christ Jesus from the dead will also restore to life our mortal bodies, which is our short-lived or perishable bodies through his spirit who dwells in us. So what do you feel like is impossible in your life right now? What power is limiting the Holy Spirit from restoring your life to its original purpose and the future you have here on earth? And the answer is nothing but the power of permission. You have to give the Holy Spirit permission to do the work. You have to yield to his ways and not your own. The power of permission is the only opponent limiting the redeeming power of Jesus in your life. By his divine power, God has given us everything we need for living a godly life. We have received all of this by coming to know him, the one who called us to himself by means of his marvelous glory and excellence. And because of his glory and excellence, he's given us great and precious promises. These are the promises that enable you to share his divine nature and escape the world's corruption caused by human desires. That's 2 Peter 1, 3, and 4 in the New Living Translation. We are given a choice. We get to walk in faith and believe that all that God has for us is possible with him. We get to choose to take the authority to speak those things that are not as though they are, according to his promises for our life. We must meditate and wholly believe God's promises for us. Romans 4, 17 through 18 in the New Living Translation says, that is exactly what the scripture means when God told him, speaking of Abraham, I have made you the father of many nations. This happened because Abraham believed in the God who brings the dead back to life and who creates new things out of nothing. Even when there was no reason for hope, Abraham kept hoping. There was no reason in the natural for hope, but he kept hoping, knowing that God is true to his promises. He remains faithful and he will do what he said he will do. These verses are so rich. The blessings that Abraham was given were received by faith. The faith he had in God made the impossible possible. New life from dead things and something out of nothing. So if you feel like you have nothing that God can work with, if you feel like what you're facing seems like it has died and there's no way resurrection can come from it, then you are in good company. You're in the company of the prophets and the apostles and the fathers of the faith that are talked about in the Bible because God works from those places and he starts with the impossible. God came to make all things new and he started with us. Regeneration is the beginning of our new life and we're given an opportunity to experience this new beginning each and every day because God's mercies are new every morning. That's why it says great is his faithfulness. Every day he gives us new opportunities this is grace. Our heart and mind are important keys in living the abundant breakthrough life that he has for us. For out of the abundance of our heart, our mouth speaks, it says in Matthew 15, 18. Our words are powerful and they create the world that we live in. We're either speaking death or life over our bodies, our families, our nation, and our future. It says in Proverbs 18, 21, that life and death are in the power of the tongue. We are told to guard our heart, not to create an impenetrable fortress, which is, I think, what a lot of people interpret guarding ourselves as. We build these walls. The guard of our heart is supposed to be like a filter, like a screen over your window for what's allowed to enter because out of it flows the issues of our lives, as it says in Proverbs 4.23. 
New Living Translation says, guard your heart above all else for it determines the course of your life. And I think when we choose to neglect or just don't even have the understanding of the importance of our heart, we get off course in life and then we look back and we can't even figure out how we got there. It's because we haven't been guarding our heart appropriately. In the Passion Translation of Proverbs 4, 21 through 23, we have an incredible admonishment. It says, fill your thoughts with my words until they penetrate deep into your spirit. Then as you unwrap or discover my words, they will impart true life and radiant health into the very core of your being. So above all, guard the affections of your heart, which includes your thoughts, your will, your discernment, for they affect all that you are. Pay attention to the welfare of your innermost being for from there flows the wellspring of life. So it's back to the importance of our soul our inner game is the most important thing. Our thoughts are powerful, so we either harness them and use them to bring good into our lives, or our natural soul will run with what we hear and see the most, which unfortunately these days, for most of us, what we're hearing and seeing the most are lies or discouragement, hatred, scandal, the things that affect us deeply. So what we focus on grows, so we need to be super intentional about what we let into our eyes and ears and then choose to dwell on. Just today, I watched an incredible video on the energy that our thoughts produce and what it looks like for our thoughts to run through our brain. There were three images. The first one was a regular thought jumping from one network to another. And a regular thought has a small gap to jump over to make the connection, and it does it easily. But then there are these automated thoughts, which is a literal physical connection that is made between the two sides of the network when you think about something over and over, and it becomes a seamless loop that repeats that thought over and over. And as we've talked about before, and I believe it's episode five, excuse me, episode one talks about our thoughts more. Our thoughts then create a physical response in our bodies because our brain sends these signals to the cells of our bodies where they are stored. This is why we can have a visceral reaction to something that we think of or hear or even smell. It's also proof that our thoughts can produce disease or inflammation in our physical body because our brain cells are Our thoughts are connected to every cell of our body, which contains our DNA. So our body then is creating a physical effect based on what we meditate on or think about over and over. If you want to see the video I watched, you can follow Dr. Shannon Irvine, I-R-V-I-N-E, on Instagram. And hear more about science of rewiring your brain, follow Dr. Caroline Leaf. I really enjoy these two ladies. They help just bring to life the science. Um behind the way our brain functions and how it affects our bodies. And I also just love the way that science proves what God has told us all along. The exciting thing, excuse me, about our thoughts is the networks that they have, um, they can be disconnected and pruned away. And there was a visual in that video, that was the third picture of a disconnection happening between the two sides of a network. And so when we choose new thoughts, the old will die. So think of atrophy, when something isn't used, it will shrink up and lose life, lose strength. And this is a good thing when we're talking about those negative thoughts and the things that we wanna change. So the important thing is when we choose to take captive our thoughts, like the word says that we can, we have to replace it with the truth. We can't just try to eliminate the old without adding something new and good back in. So Paul wrote it in Romans 12, verse two, do not be conformed to this world or this age, which means fashioned after it and adapted to its external superficial customs, but be transformed or changed by the entire renewal of your mind. We are changed by what we think about. 
That is why Philippians 4, 8, and 9 tells us to fix our thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about the things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Keep putting into practice all that you learned. Then the God of peace will be with you. Who of us doesn't need and want more peace to lead our lives? So we have to change what we focus on and what we're thinking about. We have the ability to take every thought captive and bring it to the obedience of Christ. Because in 2 Corinthians 10.5, it says, we can demolish every deceptive fantasy, which are the arguments or theories, the faulty patterns of thought and the reasonings that oppose God and break through every arrogant attitude that is raised up in defiance of the true knowledge of God. We capture like prisoners of war, every thought and insist that it bow in obedience to the anointed one. We have a choice and we are empowered through the Holy Spirit to do the work of renewing our mind and watching our life change. One of the evidences of the Holy Spirit in us is self-control, which sounds hard, but again, it's an act of the Holy Spirit. So we have to choose to align our thoughts and our beliefs with thank you, Holy Spirit, that this is effective in my life. Um, it takes effort, but it's so worth it because you are worth it. You're worth the freedom and the peace and the joy that you will live in as a result of walking in self-control or self-restraint or self-discipline. Those are other words that are exchangeable there. There is more for you in this life than what you've experienced up to this point. Your best days are ahead of you and you and the Holy Spirit are a powerful team that can change anything. I am so glad you're joining me on this journey. I am rooting for you. I know your best days are ahead and there is more. There is more of God. There is more joy. There is more peace to be discovered as you choose to focus on your inner game and get your heart healed so that you can live out the very best life that God has created you for. If any part of today's message encouraged you, I ask that you share it with a friend and remember to subscribe so that you don't miss any future episodes. I would love your comments and to hear what impacted you the most. You can connect with me through Instagram and Facebook at Whole Self Life Coach or on the web at reinstall.com or thewholeselflifecoach.com.